Hey guys, back on the LiveFit podcast. I've got Jack Zuvilek on from today. Um, let you introduce yourself, mate. Yeah, thanks, bro. Um, so yeah, in terms of me, fitness industry training, how I can help in this regard. So I started as a personal trainer when I was nineteen. Um, worked at Good Life in Cottesloe, and then from there, uh, met my business partner, um, and we kind of opened our first boot camp in October of two thousand and thirteen. Round one in Cottesloe, from there went to two in Cottesloe and Scarborough, um, and then kind of day after my 20th birthday, signed the lease for our first of seven facilities. Wow. Uh, exceptionally hungover. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, from there, like we opened a gym, the body consultants, um, and then kind of had one for two, yeah, two years, two and a half years, and then from kind of October to October 2016 to October 2018, we opened our six facilities in two years. And then kind of just, uh, I had my crystal ball and I could look into the future. Um, I exited out of them all uh, in mid-February on Valentine's Day, um, obviously before Corona and yeah, everything yeah, hit. So yeah. yeah, now kind of just reflecting on that uh, six-year journey and just kind of consulting and working with private clients and helping people out grow their business. And yeah, that's, that's really me. Awesome, man. Like, I love like um, how, how simple you put it, but obviously there's so much work gone into it, especially at the beginning. Like, um, do you mind walking us through like, uh, how, you, how, how that mindset went from transitioning from um, you know, being a, come out of, uh, straight out of college, yeah. like high school, yeah, yeah. into PT and then into um, own your first gym, yeah. going from that, like yeah, the amount sh- of work it took? Yeah, for sure. So uh, my, my story is kind of funny. I, um, I, went, so I finished school 2011. Um, and then I went to China with my dad, like started two thousand twelve, and I um I bought uh, a bunch of like those snack snapback hats, or the New York Yankees ones, you know those ones everyone yep. wears. Um, and then kind of like I understood supply and demand because like yeah, when I was like thirteen, I sold uh, like cans of Coke and Pepsi out of my locker, yep. bought them for a dollar, sold them for four bucks, and I was like, oh, well, that's economics. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I I started with that, and I I took I remember like I took a photo of all these hats, and I was like, hey, like to all my Facebook friends. Um, I've got these sick hats, they're 35 bucks each, does anyone want to buy them? And then, like I set up a PayPal and that kind of stuff, and this kind of brings me back to a kind of story I'll tell later, but um, it, I had all these hats and I sold like 20 hats for 35 bucks and made $700 before I was even back in Australia, and wow. I was like, oh, this internet thing's got some legs. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> awesome, eh? Yeah. Um, so I, I collected all the cash, and then like, there's me, like 18-year-old, just finished high school, not even 18, 17-year-old, um, and I got 700 bucks in my account before I'd even done it. And I was like, wow, this is cool. Yeah. Um, so I went and like started a little brand. It's still on Facebook. I haven't deleted it. It's called Snapback Station. Yeah. Um, I just imported a bunch of hats from China for like two to five bucks and sold them between 35 and 50. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and then what that did, like I kind of made a bit of money off that. Um, and nothing crazy but that paid for my PT course paid for my laptop and then I um did like did my PT course did my laptop got my laptop did all that um and then yeah so like 2000 end of 2012 2013 just worked a good life and then I kind of just got capped out right like again as I'm sure you're aware yeah. like running I was right I had a, like my 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 first ever consultation I still speak to the guy now um Mike Clapp he signed up for four sessions um, four sessions at seventy five bucks a session is three hundred dollars a week, and I was like, "Wow, yeah, this is pretty cool." Yeah. Um, and yeah, so like I kind of built up like my PT book at like one stage of running about sixty sixty five wow. sessions a week. 
Um, but like I was in the gym from 5am Monday to 9pm like Friday, all of Saturday, like didn't have a life when I was 18, didn't like 19, like yeah, it really just worked. Um, and then so from there, like I kind of, I was capped out, like I was making like good money, um, like hitting that kind of goal of all PTs to make two grand a week. I was doing that pretty comfortably in like my first year and then I was like, what's next? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, from from there, like I just we we opened a boot camp and like we worked with our first mentor, Travis Jones. Um, he showed us like more about like Facebook ads and this was back in two thousand yeah two thousand thirteen Facebook ads. So we so fresh back yeah, then, like, like, that and market, was, yeah. Really, like, yeah. Um, and we kind of look at it like the glory days, right? Like yeah. we're getting dollar leads, fifty cent leads. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> now it's like fifty, <laughs> sixty dollars yeah, per lead. Like, yeah. yeah, it's crazy, yeah. right? Um, and then so yeah the the like training and then like I kind of just got capped out like there's only five five thirty a.m. sessions that you can run every morning and I was like there's there's no real future in this for me um, because I know like I can't keep doing this and I'm like well how do I scale it so then I'm like oh, all right well what about if we get like twenty people into a boot camp and charge them a little bit less but like give a really good service and we like opened our first boot camp with yeah like thirty thirty girls. Um, and they were all paying like 70 bucks a week yeah. um, but we're working three hours a week instead of yeah, <laughs> yeah 60, whole, 70, yeah, 80 yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. right yeah. so um, and then kind of I, I never really wanted to like open a gym right like I was never like hey I want to open a gym um, and like the really the really funny story about the 20th birthday like I went out and as every 19 year old 19? Yeah. Yeah, 20. As every 20-year-old does, they get exceptionally drunk. Um, and, like, I still remember I, like, I went, like, went home probably about 2 a.m., 3 a.m., um, ended up sleeping somewhere where I probably shouldn't have. Yeah. <laughs> um, left her house and then went around a boot camp at 6 a.m. Um, and I was still half cut, but we got there. <laughs> Um, so I went there, ran some sessions at Good Life at like seven thirty, eight, like eight. Left Good Life at ten. Finally got in bed and I was like, oh good. Um, and then my like business partner called. He's like, hey, I found this place for us to look at. Um, let's go check it out. And I was like, man, not any other. Like, no, not today. <laughs> any other day. <laughs> like, just feels so unwell. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I was just like, no sleep, right? And then I and then like again, we we laugh about it now. It's um, he's like, oh, just don't be a pussy and come see it. And that's pretty much what started the whole business. Yeah, there it is. Yeah. Um, which is pretty funny, right? And then, um, yeah, so we went and saw it. And, like, again, yeah, I was 20. He was 22, like, young and impressible. Uh, we didn't really know, like, real estate agents and scarcity tactics. Yeah. Um, and, like, yeah, the, the real estate agent, he got us good. That day, we signed a 16 and a half grand uh, dollar bond, signed them a check, wow. yeah. <laughs> signed the lease, I'm like, oh, we, they, they wanted like 75, 80 grand a year for it, um, yeah. and we, we offered like 48, so we're just like, whatever, if they take it, and um, we just did like simple maths, we're paying, like, what was it, I think 300 bucks a week, yeah. Yeah, rent, bucks. like, yeah, for the yeah, gyms yeah, each. Yeah, for good life, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so 600 bucks Yeah, so then we're like, oh, that's 30 total. grand a year, so we only really need to come up with 200 bucks extra a week, and then we've got our own gym. Yeah. But we didn't realise there was a thing called overhead. <laughs> so we didn't realize that so like our like 50 grand lease ended up being like 75 because of electricity and rates and all this yeah, stuff that yeah. um i wasn't too aware of when i signed that lease so yeah uh but like yeah we put in the offer um and then the, like the funny thing about that was right like we booked in like again uh like our mentor travis he had like a thing called changing the game 
um, in Las Vegas, which was like a three-day fitness wow. business event. Um, and we like booked in like probably September, October. Like Eric Thomas spoke at it, and wow. like some really cool guys. Yeah, very cool. Eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, that, cool. that like changed my life in terms yeah. of that. But we kind of put this offer in, and we're like, aha, they won't accept it. It was like forty-eight. They wanted seventy-five. Like whatever. Um, and then anyway, we we're like in Vegas, like at this conference, and I still like remember I was just like sitting on my bed. Um, I got the email from like the real estate agent. Um, and he said, yeah, the owners accepted your offer. Your lease starts on the 17th of March. And I was like, Jimmy. He's like, what? I was like, we're opening a gym. <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> so this was like mid-February. Um, so they're like, well, I think it would have been two, like... two, three weeks? Yeah, like, yeah. so two, three, like, yeah. So we signed it on the 17th of February. I think we left on like the 20th-ish. Um, so this would have been like, yeah, I think probably like 26th, 27th of February. Um, and then we got back on the 3rd, of, 3rd or 4th of March, one of those days. I, um, yeah, no, I think it was 4th of March because we opened in under two weeks. Yeah, this is the Jollymont Club. No, uh, the Churchland's Club. So Churchland's Club, okay, yeah, yeah, even before so, that. Yeah, yeah even wow. before that. So yeah. um, the, what happened there was we, you know, so we're like, shit, we've got to open a gym. So like, there's us like working because obviously uh, Vegas and Perth time's 19 hours. Like it is the worst time difference in the world. <laughs> um, I've done some consulting in LA and like we dealt with like an Australian Perth company and like just you lose days after days. Yeah. Like you sleep and they're awake, the work and like it's the worst time difference. I even tried to do like a long term, like long distance relationship. That didn't work either because <laughs> of the time difference. Um, so... Yeah, that's um, that was that. So we were like, like ordering equipment, like building landing pages, getting this brand together. Like, he's telling our clients that we're open gym. Like, told my mum, she's like, oh, cool, like um, <laughs> that. Like, Jimmy and I'm like, we don't really have a whole bunch of money. Um, so like, we just like, we kind of borrowed like micro loans, like five grand off like yeah, a couple yeah. of Jimmy's friends. Yeah. My sister gave me five grand. I had some money saved from PT yeah. as well. Um, and then anyway, so we get back, like, I think 4th of March, um, we're like, I was like, yeah, we get back 4th of March, like, don't believe in jet lag, got off the plane, like, worked that whole day, Wow. <laughs> got <laughs> off the plane, went to bed that night, woke up the next morning, back to normal, back training clients, so, yeah. in between that, so, like, yeah, running live sessions, running the boot camps, buying equipment, building the gym, um, and then, so, yeah, that two weeks went by, like, got all the staff, ran funnels, um, this is kind of where I really learned sales. Like we were selling people into an empty room, right? Like, like the room yeah. in right now. Yeah, just, yeah. hey, yeah, you come here on Monday. There's going to be a gym. We're going to train. It's going to be awesome. Like it was a blue empty room. Like, yep. like it's, yeah, if you wind back, it's pretty funny. Um, and then, yeah, we opened on the like 17th of March. We had like 20, 25, 26 girls. Um, and uh, yeah, that was our opening story. And it was like the most crazy time because... We just kept going. Um, kept think, growing from yeah, there onwards. Yeah, just kept, yeah, so yeah that that's, was, that's was, amazing. Yeah, that was yeah. the opening story. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of how it all started. And then, like, yeah, from there, like, we always invested in a lot of mentors, right? Yeah. And I think that's one thing. I, I look at how fast we grew and, like, how many shortcuts we got. Um, and, like, again, like, I can pinpoint, like, one conversation with one of our mentors would have like created a million dollars wow like um and again like that was like again a guy named sean Sewell, and we were talking about like we wanted to scale like well, we can just like bring business partners on um and open it with them and share it 50 50 and then he goes well like what about all the work you've done up until now well oh i i like i i sometimes can't appreciate what i've done 
and it's not even now after like like I'm sitting back and I'm talking with people like wow you've done so much and it was just what I did right like I worked 5am to 8pm for four years five years in a row like and just no real social life no real relationship like just worked yeah yeah. (laughs) Um, but yeah that conversation and he was like well like you can sell like this base model like what do you think it's worth and then like well like in our first year we made like a hundred grand profit after everything which was pretty cool like in the business um, so we're like, and then we kind of looked at like a basic multiplier. Um, well, like, it's about three, and he was like, yeah, like again, I like a really like small like franchise with no equipment, no systems is about one fifty two hundred. Your any times, your plus fitnesses, your snaps, your twenty four seven, they're five six hundred. So three hundred's about right. Yep. And then so we ended up obviously selling like those equities and bringing on six business partners. Wow. Um, and then like obviously the exit as well, right? So. Like that one conversation alone, like we kind of look at it as like a million dollar conversation. Wow, yeah. Because like we, we just saw things in a different light. Yeah. Um, and again, like he, he's been in like private deals and stuff, massive equity raisings and capital raisings and stuff and sold companies and we were just two kids like, yeah, let's open some more gyms. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah, yeah that's so... Incredible. Um, yeah, like that was probably like the... Like, yeah, again, we've made so many mistakes and like again... I could speak for hours on them, but I think it's like, it's just the, what can you learn from this mistake? Yep. And like, how does it apply? And like, again, uh, we did like just a lot of systemization. And again, like how fast we scaled for like two kids, really. Yeah. <laughs> um, like again, now I look at it, it's like pretty incredible. Like again, to start up, scale up, grow internationally, sell out in like a six year period. It's like some people do that 40 and 50. Yeah, it yeah. takes them years, like yeah. you know, decades. Yeah, that, so, that's very incredible. Yeah, so it's like it's a pretty cool. Like again, I've I've actually finally had some time now. Obviously, like finishing up in February, like to actually sit and go, wow, that's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, in like a non non egotistical way, but I'm like, I look at like people that I've known like in like industries and stuff like that, and they're kind of still doing the same thing. But there's nothing yeah. wrong with that. But I'm like, wow, like. It just like proved to myself, I guess, um, that you can grow and scale like if you just put in the effort, right? And again, like the amount of effort and time, like the amount of times I've rewritten documents or created systems or just done stuff, um, I couldn't put an hour on it, right? And yep. I, I probably worked for three bucks an hour. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> when I'm being really honest, like, yeah. Again, uh, you you don't you don't make a whole bunch of money like working in in the businesses. You make it when. Yeah, exit right. So, yep. um, yeah, it's quite a quite an interesting um, journey, and like, yeah, we just had we've had a lot of really good good mentors, um, and like, yeah, kind of a guy that sold a hosting company for twenty five million. Wow. Like, yeah, we yeah. worked with Kerr and Ray. We worked with um, a guy like called like Work the System, and he kind of created like the first like business system oper- like how to systemize a business and just changes your perspective completely but then like also some of like the best advice we ever got was free like i jumped on a um webinar once and like again like a podcast like this like i just jumped on this webinar and this guy was talking about like how google drive can like systemize everything it was just a free webinar and i went yeah. to it and then we moved i called jimmy and we moved our whole business from dropbox to google drive yeah um and like again like that drive created enterprise value like it created value that you can go hey here's all the systems the operations I'll create you an email address and you'll have access to everything yeah and that's like one of the secrets to our scale like we just were able to get information to the right people super fast um so yeah like again if you're if you're listening at home and you want to set something up to scale like 
Uh, when you realize a, a lot of communication is inefficient because it's just asking questions that should be known, whereas if people know where to go to find the information, you don't have 100 emails. Like, we never had like a heap of emails of like, our team members needing to know all these things because um, they could just access them on the drive. Yep. Um, so, yeah, that's a little pro tip for anyone <laughs> listening cool. at home. Yeah. yeah. Um, one of the things, though, if you don't want to pick it up on there, is you mentioned how like you're just working for such a, such a long period of time and now you've got time to sit back and reflect. Um, do you think by taking on, um, and again, why some people would be stuck, you know, 20, 30 years into, into the future still doing what they're doing is because unlike you guys, you guys were very open to, uh, you and your business partner, very open to listening to a mentor and trusting someone to help you build your business. Um, do you find that may have played quite a big role? Oh, absolutely. Like 100%. Like I would still be a trainer right now. Like again, what the mentors did, like I, I've run Facebook ads for 15 different industries. Wow. Like real estate, uh, real estate, property development, hedge funds, um, selling shoes, selling hats, selling facials, cryotherapy, tutoring online that I'm doing now, red light therapy, Obviously, fitness. Um, got people into finance funnels. Yep. I do. I raised like uh, money for a cryptocurrency project. Wow. All, all, all through Facebook ads. So that skill alone uh, that I learned from my first mentor completely changed the trajectory of my life. Yeah. Um, and I think that again, you can pick up from their mistakes. And like again, it it just shows you what's possible, right? Like we. The reason we opened more gyms is because like yeah like travis he he had like seven gym oh he had he had three or four gyms sorry um when we started working with him, like oh, that's cool and then like and he like scaled it out so he like we we saw again it's like when you see like someone stronger than you in the gym um again depending on who's listening like i, I used to work out at a gym with like tom shioya and he's like the strongest man I ever met. Yeah. Like, and he was like, when I was like 15, 16, he was deadlifting like 200 kilos. And I was like, wow, that's so cool. Yeah. And then like, I started like pulling my, you know, I pulled my first, I pulled like 170 when I was like 15, 16. Wow, yeah. Um, because you can just see what's possible, right? Yeah, so 100%. like, I've always been like, I, I, I don't have to see it to believe it. And I, like, I can learn from other people's mistakes. But like, when you see that, like, again, it was actually pretty funny. Like, we caught up with a mate last weekend and he, like, he used to train the gym. He used to be just super strong, like benching like 140 when we were in high school. And I was like, that's wow, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and that's just how I like operate. I'm just like, oh, that's cool. And, and like, so again, you see these mentors, they do these things, they have these teams, they've like systemized stuff. They're not doing everything. You go, oh, it is actually possible, right? Yeah. Um, so yeah, I would 100% say like our, like again, our willingness to invest in mentors and coaches, right? Like it's same with, and it's just having that extra set of eyes. And I'm sure like, again, like when you've dealt with your competitors and stuff like that, they, you get stuck in your own head. Like yeah. I remember last year, like I got pretty lean. I was, I think I was like six, seven-ish percent on a Dexa. I was like, I'm still fat. And then like, <laughs> you know, you just get yeah. warped in your own bullshit. Yeah. Um, so... Yeah, I think it's like the most important thing. If you want to like shortcut, like I, I'm, I'm a big person of like, I'll cash a check to save time. Um, and I think when I was like in my early 20s, I thought that time was infinite and I just had heaps of it. And like now I'm not wiser, but I, I know like I won't take on everything um, because like, again, you have these, uh, like, yeah, you can do everything and like, yeah, I'm working all this stuff, but you realize you just start doing a shit job. Um, and like again like we 
Jimmy and I, like, we got to, like, 2016 in July. Um, like, we're doing, like, 80-plus K a month, not working, not training oh, people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, like, we're making a lot of money um, and not working. And we're, like, fucking bored. Well, 2016 was four years ago. So, I was, like, 22. And, like, we're just making, like, ridiculous amounts of money. We paid all our gear off. We paid all our debts off. Like, how can we go do some fun shit? And then, yeah. so, like, July... Uh, we went to we went to like an event. Went like we spent like a couple of grand in a day, like in Queenstown. It was sick. And then we're like, okay, cool. We've had our fun. Let's go like do that. So we bought the polo room. We like yeah. launched an app, and we put like deposits down for like three gyms. And wow. like again, from October to February fourth was when Janicott opened. So October, November, December, January, February, opened O'Connor, opened East Perth, opened Janicott, bought the polo room, launched an app. Yeah. And um, all, like, again, they were good, but they weren't great. Like, our first one, which was, like, one of the most profitable gym, like, personal, like, small group gyms um, in Australia. Like, yeah, it just well. was. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, and we, I've been around the circles for six years. So, again, the key for that is, like, do a lot of shit to figure out what you don't want to do, but then, like, find some stuff and just focus on it, right? Like, any, like, coach, like, you can be everything, or you can just be the man for one thing, and, like... One of my really good like training mentors is like Seb Oreb, um, yep. and yep. like again I've done his course five or six different times, um, and again obviously Australian strength coach he just does strength he gets paid handsomely for getting like a certain type of person yeah. really strong yeah <laughs> like yeah, it's ridiculous yeah. like, it's so niche and, yeah and, and that's fine that's where right? the strongest people come out of and go to yeah and that's like so fine and again like even if you're not in fitness and you're listening to this like. Any like you be the best donut eater in the world, you'll get paid handsomely. Like just be the best at something and like pick that thing. And, and this is where passion and like wanting to do it. Like again, like we haven't even got to that part of the journey. But like last year, I was just like, I'm not gonna drop an f bomb, but like That's, I, go for it, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know how we're going with that. No, I'm trying, right. trying to keep the PG so it doesn't get flagged. Um, but like yeah with the business I was just like fuck this I don't want to do it anymore I fucking hate this place yeah <laughs> um, and like again it doesn't matter like there's no like, I've done that like there's no amount of money that I could have been paid to keep doing it and that's why I sold my shares was that from burning out like do you think you're taking on too much at one point or is that just from yes and no the time you're in the industry yeah like I think like for me it hit to the point where I don't I didn't like we had seven gyms and then we started like I sold two and then I was like, well, what's the growth opportunity for this? Like, because I am very growth minded. Like, I need new challenges. Um, and I was like, well, I don't want to open more gyms. And then the way that we had it set up, I was like, franchising. Um, I've seen that, and like for our again, our specific type of like high end strength training, it's just. Like, there's just not that many good coaches. I'm just going to put it out there. Like, yeah, yeah very you know, few Yeah, way. like, they're, they're out there, and I've seen a lot of them. And, like, through really good educators, they're coming out. But, like, again, I've hired probably 150 trainers. Wow, yeah. So, like, at one stage, we had 30, 30 32 co- like team members and seven locations and what, seven, 800 clients. So, like, I, I, again, I, I've seen it. Like, this is just coming from what I've seen, right? And, like, you get these people, oh, yeah, I'm a strength coach. You deadlift 60. Yeah. Like my 52 yeah. kilo female. Or a gut health specialist. Yeah. <laughs> and like, like, you're bloated, fat, and inflamed. <laughs> like, oh, mate. fuck yeah. off. Yeah. Um, and, and that's like, again, did I, for me, like in the industry, did I want to like talk about calories and like why you're being such a like lazy 
way you scale a service business's culture. And again, like 2016, 17, when I was like loving it, like we had an awesome culture. Like we, like people that I didn't even know knew about our business and they said, hey, like that was one of the best gyms in Perth. And, Wicked, yeah, yeah. Um, which was really cool. And yeah, like it was really challenging. And I kind of like, how did, how did we do it? Like it was just like expectations and like, again, it's like the buy-in. But I, I thought I was a good judge of character and I really fucked up a couple of times so yeah. which we all do right yeah 100 yeah cost, cost a lot of money like legal and yeah like, yeah it was it was pretty hectic right and like it kind of got work to, ethic you're talking yeah. about people's work ethic like if you're used to working you know like 60 80 or even 100 hours a week yeah. and you get someone that's you know that's going you know working 50 hours like oh this is i'm clocking it for the day you're like all oh, for the week you're like what the fuck are you doing and it's like we've got a business to build and they're like yeah. oh i don't worry for the rest of the week it's like that that sort of if you when you come to cross paths with people with less work ethic than what you're used to that would make it very challenging too I suppose yeah and, and that's the thing I kind of had to learn the hard way right um, and I, I've I've stayed single for like I, I, I business is more important than a relationship to me yeah. um, and I, I've stayed single pretty much more or less this whole time well, yeah. because it was just like the time right like it's like anything like you want a relationship you've got to invest time in it um, whereas I'd rather like read a book and like kind of 2016, 17, I read like 80 or 90 books. Wow. I'd get up Crazy, at 4am yeah. yeah, and read for an hour and then I'd read like during the day and like, like on my Snapchat, I used to do like a book of the week review and like all this kind of stuff. And I, I just like that more. Yeah. Um, and like, again, I think that's coming from having a lot of older mentors, like none of them have ever said like in your early twenties, get a relationship and like get shacked up. Yeah. And, that, and that's just not for me and I'm not saying that's right or wrong it's just not for me um, and I think maybe that's I come from a bit of like a, my parents fought and like over money and stress and like yeah. they split up and that kind of shit right so I think that I, I kind of took that on a bit as well um, and for me like it's just a relationship wasn't a high priority for like yeah. business mates going to the gym and a relationship it's a fucking hard fall as I'm sure oh, yeah. Yeah. as yeah. I'm sure yeah. you're aware right yeah. Um, like I, I like training for two hours a day. I, I love lifting weights. Like it's yeah. my favorite hobby um, to do. And like it's some people that don't like doing it. That's cool. I remember um, channel with you just a couple of months ago, and you said, um, if you don't want me yeah. bring this up, but just about how when you're go for it. You're um, like when you were so deep into your business, and uh, you know, like that was your life. You, you said that you lost a little bit of your motivation or your love for training and yeah. you found like taking a step back gave you time to refine that passion like yeah. just for lifting and training yeah yeah no definitely right and I think it was just like I spent all day like gym equaled problems for me and then I'd be lifting and like again I'd have like a client come or whatever like and it was just like I know there's so many problems um, and again like I wasn't I just wasn't happy like with stuff and I wasn't happy where this was going and uh, I I felt tied in right and um, like again that's uh, like the emotion of being in there I, I felt I was suffocating and I was like dying and my life was and again and I how old are you 26 26 yeah yeah yeah, so, yeah and I was like I was like fuck I'm like losing the glory years like I couldn't <laughs> be doing all these things and like I was just in my own head um, and I think it was more the fact that yeah like I like when I make a decision I make a decision and like that's me but 
again, you can't unravel like six businesses like that, right? Yeah. You can't just click your fingers like that and all of a sudden be like, poof, I'm out. Yeah. Um, leases, legals, contracts, blah, 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 blah. Like, and again, like it was like that tough conversation I had to have with my business partners because they obviously bought in because... Bought into you as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, 100%. And like... Um, and like for me like mentoring and I'm coaching them and stuff like that and like I still like do that like I still like kind of they call whatever they need and stuff like that so it's like a, it's not a kind of complete like okay be free but again um, yeah I think it was yeah like just having time right like and being able to wake up whenever I wanted and yeah. not having the stress of like 4 a.m. alarm going yeah, off in the morning that kind of stuff right yeah. um so yeah, like I think yeah, having this time now, my like, I love training and it's back and I've found a really good groove. That's which awesome. Is cool. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. Another topic I wouldn't mind bringing up is um, another one of the questions. It's about younger years. You mentioned about your um, parents going through yeah. some some trouble. Which uh, do you feel like that gave you motivation as well? Yeah, one hundred percent. Again, I I, I haven't really shared this before, but like, um, like when like money becomes like an issue you kind of like oh fuck um and like kind of my like dad had a bit of like like a financial hold like on us and like he kind of i was like yeah i've got some pretty wild stories um but like yeah and i was like i never want like money to ever be like anyone to be able to control me with money again Mm. um and that's what motivated me so much like just i did never want to have to have like rely on someone else for money um and i think that that's like, yeah, like, he, he taught me, like, he used to leave the house at, like, 4 a.m. He was an industrial painter. He used to paint, um, like, trains and, wow, yeah. uh, like, ships and, like, the lines on the road up in, like, mine and, like, mine site stuff. So, he, like, I, I, that was just, for me, like, that's just a day's work. Like, 5 a.m., 8 p.m. Yeah. Like, <laughs> just an honest day's work. Yeah, kind of thing. yeah. Um, so, again, like, take the really good from it. But, like, it just, like, I kind of learnt to save and I learnt to control that because I know that's what like um like when when your life is business and like money makes a business go around and when your business is going well you're happy money does make you happy yeah if anyone says otherwise they're full of fucking shit <laughs> well they brought the wrong car yeah exactly <laughs> literally right yeah. so um like when you like when your life is 80 90% business like money makes you happy because that means your business is going well 100%, right yeah and like in fitness like the amount of money you have Again, if you're not a piece of shit, um, <laughs> is generally how many people you are helping. Yes. Yeah. Like, and that's the thing, right? Like, and that was how we always drove the numbers. Like, we wanted to change like a hundred lives per club each week. And how do you do that? We'll have a hundred members, and like that was our business model: it was a hundred members at a hundred bucks a week or ninety-nine bucks a week, ten grand a week, half a million dollar gyms. Done. Yeah, that's wicked. Yeah. That was that. That was like again, I, I, I basic numbers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, again, data-driven decisions. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I definitely think like it's played a role and like again I like I do spend like I do enjoy my spending, like I'm not gonna lie, yeah. but I also like I know how to make money, right? And, and this probably kind of links to really like for me I, I'll take infinite risk, obviously calculated, because deep down I know I can go back and be a PT, drive Uber and be a stripper and make a hundred grand a year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like let's, yeah. like and I, I don't fear any like kind of business decision because I know I can do that. Yeah. Um I made, I made that. Because you've done it. Like, yeah. you, know, you know what it took and you know you know what it takes. So, yeah, literally, yeah. right? Like, um, and like, again, so like as a PT, it's like $20, $100 hours a week. 
Yeah. Take 100 grand. That's that's all you need to work. Like, you need to work two days a week, 10 hours a day, you make 100 grand a year. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty fucking good, yeah. right? Like, 100%. Like, yeah. And that's kind of, for me, like, the, the Uber stripper PT kind of thing is... Yeah. Like, I kind of just laugh. I'm like, I, I don't fear, like, anything financially anymore because I can go to, like, any gym within, like... Again, like, when I was at Revo, I started chatting yep. with people. And, like, yeah, I exactly, I can yeah. Go, I can go to gyms and, kind of say, we start chatting. And I can pick up probably 10 clients in a day. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, cool. I'll work together. I'm like, what do you got? Like, and I can get into all that technical stuff, but that's not really... Well, I don't think this conversation's going that yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, that's right, yeah. Um, but, like, again, like, it's... I don't really have any fear in that regard. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, life's pretty good on a hundred grand a year, right? Like, it's, yeah. obviously you do what you need to do, pay all your bills and like, you can live comfortably. Like, you're not... Travel and things yeah, like that. You, did, you went yeah. traveling, was I, it last year or was it... No, um, I was, so was going to go traveling this year. But yeah, that's right, yeah. I, I did a bit of travel last year, that was fun. Yeah. Um, that that kind of really like, I was sitting there pretty, pretty drunk in Mykonos and some guy like pulls up off his like private yacht that was like... 200 meters long and oh, I was shit. like yeah. I'm never gonna get there with gyms and that was one of like the final straw I was oh, like oh wow yeah okay like, yeah, I yeah. literally like so, I was like I want that like yeah 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 so like, that's the next it. level like, yeah it's like, like how do you get that <laughs> yeah and he like pulls off and like pretty funny this guy like he was wearing like a Louis Vuitton bulletproof vest and I was like that's fucking pretty cool <laughs> like 15 models around and I was like yeah. that's sick um so and I was like, I'm never like I I've seen the math of the gyms play out like and again like we lost like like again it was like just we created a bad like we didn't keep up the culture and like it's our fault we lost two trainers at our Connor club and it like they took like they, they didn't take them with them like uh, again if they ever listen to this I don't want them to think that but they were such good coaches and had People such good relationships them. yeah they followed yeah. them okay yeah yeah, yeah and okay. like they didn't like, and that cost us probably four hundred k like wow. yeah because they were all long term members they were all on like ninety nine bucks a week there was about eighty of them and they yep. were kind of just like well we want to go train with the other trainers so yeah you can't stop uh, this yeah, like going and, to McDonald's again, like, KFC yeah like, literally right <laughs> yeah. Um, so like, and they, they followed them because like our business model was so relationship based and like creating really good relationships, um, with a lot of people and helping them out. So that was kind of another thing. I was like, wow, like I own all these businesses, but I don't Mm. (laughs) like, I really don't. And like, I had to be really real with myself and go, well, like this happened and it like happened before and trying like trainers leave and that's a part of life, right? Like again, I'm, I don't know that, but when you when you do all the marketing, get them in, do the sales, and that's kind of how our model worked. And they just train them like they like we laugh like our trainers like would rock up, they check a Facebook post, and they'd literally have like a twenty percent pay rise because we'd sign six sessions for them. Wow! Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, wow, I just got a twenty percent pay rise. I suppose that almost puts it like a, again, this is from an outside perspective for someone who hasn't been in that sort of environment, but. Um, I suppose your your focus in a way would go from you know being so client based to then being so um, coach based and making sure those relationships are so solid and like almost knowing what you know being anticipating what they're thinking yeah because at the end of the day they are your clients clients uh, in yeah. a way yeah yeah no definitely and like and like the the teams like teams like we built some awesome teams and like we had like at one stage there was nine of us we're doing like 300 PT sessions a week and this was like when Jolly Mont was really good 300 PT sessions a week like 200 people in group training it was like in one gym it was fucking uh, yeah, that's awesome like, yeah. it was like just such a good experience and then Jimmy and I went into all the other gyms and took our foot off the gas and it just fell to shit like let's not beat around the bush and then we kind of 
like, open all these extra gyms and like, well, oh, well, we kind of, yeah, if we get the ball to where this one is and we'll make all this money and blah, 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 blah. And it just didn't happen. And, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, you're 100% right. You go from, like, you've still got to have relationships with clients, but like, it's, you just got to manage more people, more emotions, more expectations, yeah. right? And, and you're only, in the day, you're only, you're only, there's only two of you. Yeah. And you got to, you got to portion your energy out to all those people that, that just, yeah. I suppose, take its toll over yeah. the years. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, but like, again, it, like you learn how to like look after people and how to develop people. And like, we had some awesome team development, right? Like we took some people from like beginners to like just awesome coaches and it's yeah. like it's like wow like they're gonna go help a lot of people and like they're still coaching people and changing people's lives and i can't go well that's well, that was awesome like, that like, made a good like mark on the world in that regard like and yeah, all these so people, many people like, yeah. Yeah, yeah and like again like i'll be out obviously perth's a pretty small place and, like, i used to train at your jandicott gym it was so good or i used to train at your o'connor gym or your east perth gym and yeah match with a girl on tinder and she'll be like oh i used to like train at your gym like, fuck <laughs> <laughs> Change your name. Yeah, literally, right? Like, disguise. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty funny. So, um, shit like that, right? So, yeah. yeah, no, definitely. Like, the coaching development and, like, how you actually develop people, like, that's, that's something I really like. And, like, getting the best out of people. And, again, like, if you want to go fast, you do it yourself and you can, like, you, but you just reach this point. Um, yeah. And whereas if you want to, like, grow a really big team and scale and have, like, we had, like, company getaways. We booked, like, a house in, um... Uh, like not Margaret River in yeah down south somewhere I can't yep, remember yep. it was like three stories at a bowling alley and, wow, and it yeah. was like squash courts and like it was sick and we had like all the trainers down there for a weekend we did like a wine tour that was awesome like we had a really cool company culture and then just like things happen right and I kind of like it's um the leadership like I, I found last year like I kind of lost like 10 kilos trained every day and like everyone looked up to me a lot more and I was like wow okay cool like I learned a really big leadership lesson is be that person and like I, I got to being like the leanest in the company I was like strong lean tracked all my calories and I'm like cool like you know I could go look at any client and go the reason you're not where you're at is you just don't do the work yes that's um, it it's that simple way yeah. it's not causal it's not literally it's just <laughs> it's <all this> bullshit <laughs> like, everyone wants a fucking excuse right yeah, and I'm like yeah. no 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 Go get some steps in, yep. track your calories, and don't be a piece of shit on the weekends. Yeah. Like, and every, everyone's got goals until about 1 p.m. Friday. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, like, again, for, like, like, we train a lot of females, like, and this is where it just comes back to simple maths. Like, if you are, like, a 60 to 80-ish kilo female, your metabolism's going to sit between, like, 1,800 and 2,500 calories a day based on how much you've, like worked out in the past, right? So yep. you go smash a bottle of wine, eat a pizza, and have a kebab. <laughs> like that's four to five thousand calories, and all that dieting you did through the week, if your coach is not a psychopath, yeah. is done. So yeah. now you're net neutral, and then you like hate yourself, starve yourself, and feel average, and then you do it all again. Um, so like it was just, I I couldn't, I could like you kind of say that to people, and they like get offended or something, and then yeah, but, yeah, it comes <laughs> you just got to be like, honest, though. Yeah, yeah. you've got to be the honest with you be honest, goals, yeah. right? Like so, you either like my thing is like you either suffer now or you suffer later. Yeah, like you suffer now and do the diet and eat the food and track your calories and train and get your steps in, or you suffer with the regret of you never actually got to where you want to be. Yes, yeah. and that's fucking bleak painful too yeah. Yeah, so painful so yeah. um, and that's the thing right like we live in an instant gratification world where we can 
get attention, like get like get likes. Like, yeah, yeah, get yeah. likes, get all that kind of stuff, and like we don't have to work for it, right? Um, and like I just look at so many businesses, um, like I might like, just do a better job, <laughs> like reply to emails. Like I, I've tried to give people money before, and they wouldn't let me. <laughs> I'm like, do you hate money? Yeah. <laughs> like, I want to spend money with you. You yeah, make it like so too, hard. Too ego. Yeah. Driven, like too much pride or something like that. Yeah, yeah. and just like not enough like too much, yeah too much pride to get help. Yeah. Um, or yeah. like systemize and scale. That's what I'm talking about. Like with your mentors, you had to be you had to be open minded about to do that. Yeah. Like, you have to be willing to let someone to help you, and that's you know as soon as you let someone in that helps you and they help you right, mm. um, and you find those things that work, that's when you know things like yourself just blow up. Yeah. Right. And like again, like I like on the training side, like I went to like yeah Sebastian Oreb's course like five or six times, clean health, did like one on one coaching with like Stefan Ionev, trained with John Meadows, trained with Eugene Teo for forty weeks, and he's like one of my really good mates now. Yeah. Like, train with all these people like I'm doing something now um, with like the athletic truth group knees over toes oh wicked yeah, yeah, yeah. like I'm doing their program and I'm like I'm again I'm always a student um, yeah and, but like again it's like this is where like identity is fluid right like one day I'm a student and then like on Friday like I was doing like a one on one like private mastermind with like a business owner who's like scaling her business and like yep. work one on one with them and then like you've got to be able to play all these hats right and I think um the for like personal trainers they need to learn these different skills so it's like if you're just a personal trainer and you just like help people lose weight you're a commodity and then you kind of you like you help people get like leaner and okay cool you're a bit better now you like and now you understand nutrition and now like you're a strength coach that gets people strong and will get like people triple body weight deadlifts now you're a fucking expert and you can charge what you want um, so I think that like people need to stack some skills to actually be valuable in like a marketplace, right? Yep. And that's like supply and demand, and like again, the market will dictate the price, and like again, outcomes dictate the price. So um, if you like, want to help someone lose like five kilos, then it's like, cool, what's that worth to you? Like, what's your confidence? You're, like, dropping your dress size, feeling sexy when you look in the middle, what's that worth for you? And yeah. then, cool, is like that, that worth that $50 a week or is it yeah, worth $150 a week? Like, exactly, yeah. right? So, um, yeah, in terms of like skills and stacking skills, I think that's like the one part that will always help people grow. Um, and I, again, I'm still like learning skills now. Like I'm about to um, like enroll in a mentorship with um, Oren Claff from Pitch Anything. Okay, um, yeah. And he, so he raised $50 billion pitching deals for people in America and I'm like emailing him now and like, so yeah, that's why I'm like just looking at trying to get some new skills, right? And that's kind of, for me in the fitness industry, like it got really simple. It was like sleep, water, sunshine, track your calories, progressive overload. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's simple. <laughs> and, yeah. Uh, and then, you, know, you could write a whole course on the complications yeah. and science of it, but it doesn't really get the results. Like, what does those, you know, those five or four key components? Yeah, and yeah. then I was like, well, what's, like, again, like, I, like, when I first started, like, I read, like, every article on, like, the Charles Pollock website, Rest in Peace. Um, yep. I, like, I read every single article, and I read every one of John Meadows' article. Like, I was just a, like... A, Soaking a, it up. Yeah, like, yeah. a nerd. Like, and I just read everything, watch all their videos, like, I go on T Nation, and I just read, like, everything, and I like, try all these workouts, and I train, like, three, four times a day, and that's what it takes, right? And, yeah. like, again, like, it's one of those controversial uh, opinions, but, like, do you, as a personal trainer, do you need to be absolutely shredded year-round? No. 
but you need to have gotten there once. Yeah. yeah. Like, just once to speak from experience. And I, I only, like, really embodied that at the end of last year, and I've been doing it for six years. Like, I'd gotten lean, and I'd done some photo shoots and stuff like that, but I never had, like, veins coursing through my abs. Yeah, thick skin thin. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah literally, <laughs> like, I had, like, veins from literally my neck to, like, my penis. Yeah. And, like, I, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I was a freak, and I was yeah. like... Like, you can see the dimples in my ass. I was comp lean for no reason. Like, yeah, yeah. And I was like, wow, this is what it actually takes. And I was like, yeah, four or five months of, like, no alcohol, eating all my meals, training every day, recovery, saunas, blah, 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 blah. Like, if you want to get there, and I'm not saying everyone has to get there, but I think as a trainer, like, if you're going to say you do something, just get there once. Yes, 100%. Like, yeah. again, like, again, getting someone strong, like... You can't talk about deadlifting 240, two, like, you just can't. Yeah, just yeah, you're about, to, you're about to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like... Yeah, this is, uh, you can throw all the theory into it, but if you, yeah. if you haven't done it or even just produced it for your clients, you know what I mean? Like, um, yeah, you may have done it yourself, but I think another challenge for some would be being able to replicate it or get um, being able to build that trust or confidence in themselves to replicate them in their clients. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And I think, like, again... Do you like, need to be the strongest man in the world? No. Um, like one of the coaches that works for me, Dave, like he's one of the top strongest guys in Australia. Yeah. So, but to get there, he has to understand all the basics, right? Yes, and then, then like yeah. when he worked with his beginner clients, he was fucking awesome. Yeah. Because he understood like the basics of lifting and mechanics and all that kind of stuff because he walked with a fucking car on his shoulders. <laughs> so it's like, I think like that, that learning in like the fitness industry, you can just learn a lot by doing, right? Um, and, and like that's how I learned all my stuff. Like we, like Jimmy, Jimmy and I, like we used to train for like two and a half, three hours a day, like triple drop sets on leg press and we did 30 squats with 100 kilos on our back, rep for rep and it took like six minutes. Like, it's just character building. Yeah, yeah, 100% yeah, it does. Like yeah, it's yeah, just work ethic. Yeah, like, yeah. And, and then you kind of, um, you kind of take it uh, from that and apply it to business and like you realise sometimes you just don't get it right or you put the wrong, again, garbage in, garbage out. You, you know, put the wrong weight on, it's yeah. like, yeah, the wrong amount of load on, yeah, on certain sure. people and it breaks them. Yeah, so yeah. I think it's just like time, right? Um, but again, like time's a really interesting concept because like I looked at my like first year as a PT and I got to like where some people take 10 years to. So like I think there's like the effort and then like the decision making, problem solving that comes into a time. Because again, a lot of people live the same year, 20 years, 30 years over. They go on their four weeks of holidays, they do their job, like they just keep like a little bit of a pay rise. Yeah, and, like, yeah. You know? And again, that's no it's issue. It's fine for like 80% of the population, but yeah. when you're like yourself in one of those top, you know, like you pick yourself in probably like one of the top 1% type of mindsets, mm. you, you gotta, yeah, you just think differently. Everything appears differently to you. Yeah, and, yeah. and that's it. Like, and, and that's one of the things like I've had to chat with my mum about. She's like, you just like, you just think differently. And like, again, for me, that's normal. So, I, do you mind if I touch on that? Just about yeah. like your younger years, like you want to go into just carry on what you're saying, yeah. but um, touch on a bit like how you were when you're in your, like in, in your parents' perspective. Yeah, yeah. So I was like always like a go getter, right? Like I, I, I so youngest thing. So I, I raced BMX and like I like yeah raced that, dominated it, um, did really well racing, um, beat the guy who came like first in the world in our age group, which was cool. But then like I just crashed it at states and stuff like that and I missed out on like the state titles I came 17th oh, yeah. and like you had to get uh, top 16 went through um, and then so then I played baseball um, and like again got to like state level like 
tried out for Australia, did some, like, we did, like, international competitions and stuff, didn't play, like, for Australia, Australia, played, like, in this representative thing, which was cool, played baseball, um, and then I was like, oh, I'm a bit sick of this, like, but again, I did it six days a week, sometimes twice a day, wow, like, yeah. just, like, again, I used to live in Wembley Downs and driving from Wembley Downs to Thornley <laughs> every day. Oh, like, serious? Yeah, like, <laughs> and like, all, like, Wembley Downs to Wanneroo. And yeah. it was just like, I just got sick of it. And then like, I wanted to get better at school. And then I started to get into the gym. So I started training when I was 15 and I was like, this is sick fun. Like I just, I love numbers. Um, and I froth numbers and just like tracking numbers and looking things progress. And again, like a lot of my mental health, it comes down to how I'm progressing in the gym. Like I, I really realized that from my ISO when I was kind of, the garage was fun and like, but I, yeah. like, I was training with my mates and I was like, I'm not really fucking getting anywhere. Like, yeah. that didn't help that I was like drinking like a buffoon either. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like now like, I'm kind of like, I found somewhere to train and I, I've got that. So like I'm progressing and I feel great and I'm like, yeah, like, I get to get to the gym. And I'm like, it's, it's giving me direction again, um, which is really cool. And it's like, again, the gym's something different for everyone. Like my best mate, he hates the gym. He does boxing and like, and like, I think that's really cool. Like he yeah. hates going to the gym. He like fucking despises it. He's like, <laughs> oh, I'm on the gym, bro. He's like, how foolish. <laughs> so it's like super funny, right? And I, I, I used to be like, it's my way or the highway. Um, and then like, I is that with friend groups? Like just with yeah, everything. Like, yeah, I used okay, to yeah. like, um, I used to like really try to like push my agendas down people's throats. And I, again, I caught myself out and that kind of stuff. And then I like. I don't know, I read it somewhere and then it, like, it's really kind of how I live my life now. Like, so it's a really good analogy. It's like, you got a Subway and like you're ordering and you order something and like it might smell bad for a little or it might suck or whatever. But Cash, you get your Subway and that's cool, right? And I get like, you might get your like meatballs or whatever the fuck you get. Yeah. I get my like chicken teriyaki with like aioli and I get that. And we both leave Subway and that's cool. Like yours might have stunk or whatever. And there's no problem with you getting your shitty subway, in my opinion, and I getting my (laughs) shitty subway, in your opinion, right? But we, and there's no problem with that. But the only time I have a problem is someone when they try to stick their fucking foot-long subway down your throat. Yes, yeah. And what I mean by that is their, like, ideologies, or you should do this, or that they try to push their agendas down your throat. And I caught myself doing that, and then I kind of came up with that analogy, and they're like, now that's my view, right? Like... Yeah, with, that's, a, that's an awesome view. With, with anything, yeah. right? Like, Absolutely. cool, like, it might cause a moment of, like, that stinks, or, like, oh, that sucks, but you're going to go eat your fucking Subway, I'm going to eat mine, and, like, as long as you don't try to force feed me your foot long, yep. which is what the analogy is, <laughs> <laughs> as, long as, you, as long as you don't try to force feed me your foot long, there's no fucking problem. Yeah, it's actually um, only a little lunch. Yeah, <laughs> so, and it's like, you know, you can, like, any, like, religious or political or, se- like, anything like that, I could not give a fuck. Just don't try to force it upon me. Yes. And, and like, again, like, that's kind of my view. Like, I think we should all just live peacefully without violence. But, yeah. like, no one, we're not really taught that. No, And no. that's that's kind of my view on everything, like, I'm really like anti-violence and stuff like that because it doesn't like, yeah, it's really solve a lot. Yeah, <laughs> right. Like, so I'm like, just you do your thing. That's cool. I do my thing. That's cool. Um, and just don't. I won't 
I'm not giving you any of my fucking chicken teriyaki. You don't force yours on me, and we're cool. Like, yeah. And that that helped me get along with so many more people, and just take a lot more like balanced approach with everything. Um, yeah. And it's like again, like me, and my sister are completely different, right? Like she's got two degrees, academic, works for a judge, lawyer, all that kind of stuff. Like I dropped out and ran a bunch of businesses, and like, but like, and she's very like socialist, communist, left, and I'm like yep. a dead set fucking capitalist, and I think like yeah. everyone should work for something, and like that's my views. So we like it's really nice now that like I'm a bit older and a bit more mature, um, that I can actually have like good conversation and we butt heads and like it's yeah again like, everyone says there's more t- for joy of it. It's yeah. like it's fun instead of like getting defensive about it. Yeah. yeah. So um, everyone says like there's two sides of the coin, but I think there's three. Like there's the two sides and there's the thin edge that you can stand on and look over both sides. I love that. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. So that's where like I try to stand right. Like I try yeah. to stand on that thin edge and look over on both sides. Um, yeah. And again, just like mediating a lot of shit between like clients and trainers or like business partners and yeah. like, you become like, I kind of like look at my, like looked at my role in the business, I was just chief problem solver. Yeah. And that's what it was, right? And that, like, that's what made you good at what you yeah. do, like just being able to solve people's problems. Yeah, and yeah. I think like that comes down to like certainty and like just knowing what I know, but then I know there's a lot that I don't know and I generally won't talk or like put my opinion on something I don't know. Mm. Um, and I learned that cool like you know like marketing mm. or sales or gym or PT or like, I, I know a lot of shit um, but like like again like anatomy and joints and stuff like that I never paid any attention because my view was like people just want to look better naked yeah. so as long as I don't hurt them and get them to look better naked that's fine and yeah. like if someone wants it like a person that tells them where their VMO connects to their tibius anterior and flexion dorsiflexion that's just not my client yeah that's cool that's it right so yeah. I um I yeah that's kind of my view on, on that so cool um, yeah. I remember you saying that you uh, played rugby like uh, at some point so after baseball yeah is that, is that when you started playing rugby yeah so yeah. Baseball, yeah, baseball baseball kind of finished up like year 11 like it was just too much driving and I like I was studying um, I went to like a really good boys school um, Which one? Uh, Hale. Hale, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so I went to Hale. And then, um, yeah, I started playing rugby and, like, I put on, like, 10 kilos to play front row because there was, like, a, like, there was number one and the, like, coach was like, ah, oh, well, I wasn't really that coordinated. That's not being <laughs> around the bush. Like, and I yeah. was like, I, I've been this size since I was, like, 14. Like, wow. I've, not, yeah. I've not grown. Like, I was, uh, like, 100 kilos when I was, like, 16, 17. Like, I was massive. Yeah. So... I've not grown, like, I'm the lightest, like, I've been um, in so long, like, in so, so long. Yeah. Um, like, again, I kind of said, like, 85, like, I couldn't remember before that, like, I sat, like, 95 to 105. Um, so now, like, I'm kind of, like, sit at 85-ish. Um, and, yeah, so I was this, so then I started playing rugby, and, like, I didn't really understand rugby, in my first ever game of rugby, I scored six tries. Wow, yeah, yeah like, as a front rower. Oh, uh, no, I just kind of played as number, I was, like, number, I actually played wing or fullback or something. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. because yeah. like, yeah. I was just, I could just, like, fend people in the face. Yeah. Um, there's a video on Facebook of someone of just, like, me, like, feeding blokes, because <laughs> I was just, like... Yeah, it's a good feeling, isn't it? Yeah, it's yeah. Great. <laughs> such a good it feeling. There's nothing um, like like you put a fend out and people just go. <laughs> yeah, that's it, right? And then like so, uh, that was like year ten. Then year eleven, I played like first, first, uh, first fifteen. Um, and like again, my first game of first fifteen, uh, like there's this bloke he played for like the Western Force. He was like 125 kegs. Yeah. Off the kick, off the ball went to him, and I was like, "Well, here goes nothing." Like literally, when it tackled him, and just got fucking floored. Yeah. Um. So yeah, pretty funny. And then yeah, kind of played rugby up until um, 
I played rugby in year 11 and then um, here's a crazy story for everyone following at home so uh, I was yeah like super healthy trained all the time all that kind of stuff like I was pretty big strong like yeah like deadlifting like 170 um, and then I woke up one Saturday morning um, and pissed blood everywhere oh really wow yeah, yeah yeah and then like I was like oh, I was like yellow and jaundice and then like they couldn't figure it out so they went to the uh, went to the hospital they took a whole bunch of like blood tests and then like I couldn't walk I was like so faint um, and then they like rushed me to Charlie's and stuff like that and then like I was in Charlie Garden Hospital I had 13 blood transfusions in 12 hours like my blood was like it's called hemolytic anemia so your red blood cells just destroy themselves yeah um, so I was in like hospital and like they couldn't figure out what's wrong with me like I was like super fit super healthy um, and then, like, I did a urine test, and I had 225 times more copper in my urine Ooh. than the normal person. Okay, yeah. Um, and then, like, they didn't know what it was, blah, 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 and then they diagnosed it with Wilson's disease. Yeah. So it's like a one in a hundred thousand disease um, that I, I don't excrete copper normally, so it built up in my liver over 17 years. Yeah, um, and then, well. obviously, any heavy metal that you have too much of becomes toxic, right? Yeah. Um, so yeah, I spent like three weeks in hospital and nearly died. And I still remember one day, like I was sitting there watching Geordie Shaw and like, I just felt, <laughs> Great show. I, yeah, <laughs> felt my temperature increase. I was like, this is it. Like, this is where I die. Yeah. Like, cause I was just like sweating and like, I couldn't even move my computer or like, call the nurse and all that kind of stuff. Um, and I don't know, I, don't know, I think that kind of like, I, I, like, I'm really good at like decompartmentalizing things. And I was like, what did that teach me? I'm like, well... I'm going to die fucking anyway. Like, and I'm like, why not just give it the best crack ever? Like, and that kind of, that point when I was 17, I was like, shit. And then like, I didn't go to school. I didn't have a full day of school from February to August. Wow. Yeah. Like I couldn't, I like, literally like my body was so broken. The doctor said, don't have sex. Cause like the increase in your, you're a living boy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You're 17 year old. They're like the increase in your like, body could just fuck things up because your liver is okay, so yeah. damaged wow, um, like, so I had like 95% cirrhosis of the liver wow. it was just cooked but obviously the liver regenerates yep. and um, yeah like I do, and that's kind of where I like I, I, I one of the reasons I do think I was so successful is because I had a 1 in 100,000 liver disease that your mum has to have a gene and your dad has to have a gene and so heaps of people can be carriers but yeah. it's like when they both come together um, then you get it but my sister didn't get it yeah wow so it was yeah. just like um yeah, it's a pretty crazy thing. I just take, I take medication and stuff like that. But like, I didn't drink a lot when I was like 18, 19, 20, 21. Like, I just didn't drink. Um, and like for me, like it's kind of like the whole like, after work drinks um, just never happened because I worked at night. And, like, yeah, until, exactly. Yeah, yeah, and, like, yeah. Now I've got time. I want to like drink after work and shit like that. And um, it's just for me, it's just dumb. Like. I look at like one beer as 250, 300 calories. That's I'm, numbers, yeah, yeah. yeah numbers and I'm like, yeah. no, I'd much rather have a pint of Halo Top. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, it's definitely more enjoyable. Yeah, so uh, and that's kind of, um, but yeah, like the liver disease and like it kind of, it did keep me on the straight and narrow. Like I didn't drink, like I had one beer on my 18th birthday and like on my levers I didn't drink and all this kind of stuff. So I really yeah. just looked after myself and like, well, yeah, like drinking and partying and stuff like that. And obviously like the story at the start of the podcast, um, that I said, but it's just not a big part of my life. Um, and I, like, I find joy in other things, but again, don't like get money. Like, yeah, yeah, make money, but yeah. don't get me wrong. Like I, we went to like Cancun and we like, bought like a six liter bottle of Belvedere and like, <laughs> it was thousands of dollars for a night. So yeah. I, I've done that dumb shit as well. 
And yeah. it's fun as well. <laughs> so <laughs> In the right places, in yeah, the right situation. Right. Like, you've got to, eh? Yeah, so yeah, uh, I, I don't mind, like, drinking a beer or 15. Yeah. Um, but I also, like, again, I can go six months without drinking, track everything I eat. I'll eat an apple, I'll weigh an apple, eat an apple, weigh the core, and put the difference in. Yeah. Like, yeah. So I, I can do both, right? It's in um, the details. Yeah. That? I suppose that it comes across a lot to how you run your businesses and like how you um, have been so successful is you look at all those details. Mm. Yeah, you, cal- you, make, you make such a calculator, even though you said you'll take like an infinite amount of risk, that's still calculated right down to the core. Yeah, yeah. literally to the <laughs> yeah. core. Yeah. Um, and that's the thing, like I think identity is a scam. I, and I think that people are like, oh, I'm this or I'm that. And like, I just think that's an absolute fucking scam. And yeah. like, when you break it down, you're everything but you're nothing. And you can be whatever you wanted to be. So like people are like, oh, I'm not a morning, morning person. No, you're a fucking liar. Oh, no, I can't do this. No, you can. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So like in terms of identity, like again, my identity changed so much in a day. Like, um, I, so I woke up in the morning and now I'm brushing my teeth. So I'm like a dental practitioner and, I fl- and then I'm cooking something. So I'm a chef. Now I'm driving my car, so I'm a driver, but yeah. then like I go into the gym, now I'm a CEO, and then like I'm reading a program from my coach, so now I'm a student, um, and then now like I go into the polo room, which I used to own and sold, and now I'm a cryotherapy guy, like giving like people like facials with the handheld thing and selling products, and then yeah. I go run a PT session. So like, I'm all these identities, and then I go back on my computer and I'm a marketer, and then I'm speaking to an accountant, so like now I'm a business owner, like there's all these things that I do on a daily basis and I was like, wow, identity is a scam. Yeah, yeah. Like it just is and people yeah, get so get locked that. into, yeah, feel that. so locked into one thing or I'm this or I'm that. It, it I'm limits like, them. Yeah. Like, it limits your belief of what you can do in a way. And, and yeah. that's like, a, yeah, that's like, again, like beliefs, like for me, uh, I kind of, I believe that anything is possible um, and again, like I think most things have been done, right? Like, there's obviously breakthroughs and technology and stuff like that, but like some of the best advice I ever got is it's it's not hard, you're just stupid. Yeah. And like that's kind of for all the tech problems I have and all the marketing, like someone's done that before. And and that like so my Jimmy said that to me one day, and like he read it somewhere and like it's literally like ingrained into my fucking soul, which I don't have. It's just like it's not hard, you're just stupid and like for yeah, me I couldn't that, agree more. Yeah. yeah. That's how I feel about technology myself, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, I know it's not hard, I'm just stupid at it, so I get someone else to do it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and that's it, right? Yeah. And like and again outsourcing I'm hundred percent for it, right? Um, but like again to like really solve problems and like and this is like getting the best out of people. You've just got to like, how do you say that, but don't say that and like show them that it's possible. Yes, yeah, yeah. Again, like show them it's possible and give them a link, but not give it to them. And like, that's a really exciting, like kind of that, like growth coaching and growth. I, I, I love doing that stuff. But yeah, in terms of different things, like the identity scam, like I just, I, I see so many people limit their potential based on preconceived ideas from people that have never achieved anything. Yeah. And again, let's not beat around the bush. Most people work nine to five, they hate their job, they're fat, they're in a toxic relationship, oh, yeah. Yeah. and things aren't that good and they're giving out advice, right? Yeah. I'm not saying that about everyone, but like again, a lot of clients that I've there's dealt with. There's a lot with, of people online yeah, doing that. Yeah, yeah, like a lot of people like that, right? And again, there's awesome people that are like doing amazing things and there's so much good in the world as well, but like a lot of people get, but if most people give business advice, they're getting it from people that failed businesses because eight out of ten people fail, so eight out of ten chances yep. you're yep. getting advice from people that's failed. Which yep. is just humorous. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like it's just like, yeah, it's all well and good. So 
I think it's like the what what don't people see about like the things that they do, and like that's one of like the questions that like I got is like what can't I see? Like yeah. what what is the information that I don't know? Because I know what I know, but I know I don't know stuff. So I got to work out what I don't know to figure add that to what I know, <laughs> and then and these are the conversations I have with myself. Yep, yeah, yeah so driving like, crazy at night, three yeah, a.m. waking up. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, so like, what can I see in this? And then like again, like when like money comes into it, like I think for me, like money just magnifies. So measurable too. Yeah, like, it's such an easy thing to measure. Mm. Um, on that on that basis. Um, another thing I wouldn't mind touching on is um, we're speaking a lot about what you've done. Um, what's the what's the future got store for you? What do you see in the next ten years, twenty years? Yeah, like, like so, I kind of bank this year, twenty twenty, as like my like yolo year because again, like I didn't really have an early twenties. Like yeah. I worked fourteen hours a day, seven days a week. Maybe got myself a grilled burger as a treat, and that's about it, right? Like I went, I went travel and stuff. Um, but yeah, for me, like uh, I like um, I, again, I I, I want to build something great. Like, I want to build a billion dollar company. Um, and the only reason that is like a billion dollars is just a measure of impact yes, of something. So a billion lives. Yeah, yeah like a, bi- that, a billion yeah. something. I'm like, it's and it sounds cool, right? And I'm like, that's something that I actually work towards. And like again, like I want to be the best in the world at something. Um, that really inspires me because it means like it's time, it's effort, it's like a piece of art, right? So, again, I want to create that for myself. But in terms of the what, like, I, again, I don't want to do like you know, Netflix didn't come along and make a better blockbuster, but they changed the model, right? Yes, hundred percent. Yeah, um, they use the tools that were available at the time that yeah you know, other companies weren't taking advantage of. Yeah. yeah, and it's like so, like same like Amazon just didn't build a better store; they built a new platform. Yeah, Started off as a bookstore. Yeah, yeah. online bookstore. So, yeah, like I, I again, like I, I looked at, and this is again coming back to the fitness industry. Like it was just a red ocean. Like in business, I look oh, yeah. at um, I look at like a moat, right? Like so, to start a bank, there's a fucking massive moat around it. Like you've got to have all this compliance. You've got to have like all these different things. So it's very hard for a newcomer unless they've got a lot of money to do. But, like, if you... And that's the thing about, like, most, like, businesses, like, there's no moat around it, right? Like, the again, the gyms, like, someone opened on that same street, you're competing on price, yeah, there's value and stuff, and, like... But, like, again, there's no moat, like, you can't protect that house, whereas, yeah. like, you build, like, an app or a technology company, like, you can't just go and start that. Mm, yeah. And, like, so that's kind of where I'm thinking is, like, again, I, I'm just doing a lot of stuff to figure out, like, get different ideas and that kind of thing, but... For me, like, I, I know it's going to be in finance and, like, working with people because, again, I've seen, like, health's good, but, like, money gives people so many more opportunities as yes. well at the yep. same time, right? Um, and, like, I think they're kind of, like, sim, like synergistic together. Um, but, yeah, like, in terms of what I'm actually doing, like, right now, I'm just kind of doing some consulting, helping people out um, and just sharing, like, I guess... That's the thing, my wisdom, but, but I, like, I don't really think I'm wise, but then like, we talk and I'm like, oh, that's actually pretty cool. Yeah, exactly. You realise <laughs> yeah. how much you've actually absorbed over yeah. the last six, seven, eight years. Yeah, so like, again, like, I, I like the idea of um, like connecting people and like, I like the, like raising money and stuff like that, which is fun because it's like, again, it's a challenge and it's like yeah. at the end of my feet and like, getting deals to go on. And um, I, again, I like the idea of like problem solving for businesses and like, solving big problems that go impact the world as well so have I got like yeah I'm going to do this I'm going to do that no like that just 
hasn't been done, but I'm like... I'm You've got the outline in your brain yeah. of what you want to do. Like, yeah, what the yeah. end goal is. The yeah. end goal, and that's it, right? Like, and I want to I wanna have, like, a, something that's infinite, infinitely scalable because that's, like, again, it's a better experience than, like, when it's not because it means yeah. that if it's not infinitely scalable, there's, like, too many moving parts that don't, like, can't give, a, like, a choreographed experience. Um, and for me, like, I want to be able to give people whatever experience it is like all the time and it's always amazing it's almost like uh, I suppose an example a good example of that would be uh, like Apple for example yeah like you know you could still have the iPhone um, 8 or something that still does the functions but they're still going to bring out the next iPhone every year or you know maybe two or three iPhones that year because they're being able to scale upwards and sell the next product and just make it a little bit better so yeah I, I totally understand yeah and, that. and that's, that's cool. it right like it's that reiteration of of a product like and this was like in the mastermind day I did like I said cool like the first iPhone was like look, you look at it now it was great then but it's like then it was like iPhone 3 3S yep. 4 5 6 7 like and look at all the iterations and now like again the cameras on these are great the battery yeah. lasts all day yeah. like it's and in another 3 years it'll be almost yeah, insignificant again yeah like yep. what is this <laughs> yeah, so, so like, and that's the thing like that long term view I didn't have that in the fitness industry because like I was like what is there more for me to do? Like, and I'm like, yeah. do I want to start a franchise? I was like, not really. Like, that doesn't interest me. Um, it's almost more stress when you've already gone yeah. through seven business partners, and if you went, you know, like, have all these franchises nationally, yeah. internationally. <laughs> yeah, no, like, yeah, like we did like the Shark Tank and stuff like that, which yeah. was cool. Um, but it was. I remember one comment from that. Yeah, I loved, like yeah, how yeah. she was saying um, about your shoes, like yeah. how perfect your shoes were. Yeah. No, I love that, eh? Like just the details, like down to oh, the final right? Like yeah. I, I do, like I, I, like I, I don't look at those. I'm not a minimalist. I'm like an essentialist, and like my essentials, I will have like the best of the best. Yeah. Um, like in terms of the things that like I have or whatever, right? But like I don't have. Like minimalism's good, but like I like I like essentialist because I like nice things as well. Yes, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, so, nice life. Yeah. Um, yeah, like that again. Like I do, I can do details, and it's like again, I can be completely big picture and talk about like this, but then I can also like get and do the grunt work, and this comes back to like that identity thing, and like people do these personality profiles and tests and stuff like that, and I just think they're the biggest load of shit ever, like because again. But things, they, are, things are always changing yeah, yeah people are always changing like uh, your interest your um you know what you thrive on that that always changes that's it right and like your inputs are always changing and like if you can actually be aware of the world around uh, the outside world around you and take some stuff in right yeah um like and this is what i've been found like obviously after like covid like just seeing how easy people are influenced yes and, oh ridiculous uh, like again, fair fair driven yeah, yeah. Like, oh and I'm, I'm like again <laughs> Like, the whole world's been locked down for something that's been proven to have, like, a 0.3% fatality rate. So, yep. I'm like, well, we kind of... I caught and called this before I went, right? And I yeah. was like, so something just doesn't add up. And I think, like, you know, uh, like, people say, oh, like, yeah, you're a conspiracy theorist. I was like, no, I just critically think. And, again, like, if we talk about the shark tank... Look at the data. Yeah. Yeah, like, if you look at the data on COVID, it's like, what's the big deal? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But, like, the shark tank thing, right? Like, again, I've just had enough experiences to go, oh, oh, that's not what I think it is. Like... Actually, do you you want to channel that? We've got about 15 15 minutes left. Yeah, that's cool. You know, like, the the thing, like, the the shark tank was cool. And, like, again, I was young and arrogant. And, again, it did get me laid, which was cool. Oh, it got you laid. There we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's positive. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Um, And, like, so... 
Um, but, but it was filmed in America, was it? No, no, but so I went, I, like, literally, I filmed that, and the yep. next day after I went to America. Oh, okay, yes. Yeah, and yeah, they, so, yeah, yeah. yeah. And very then, cool. Um, but the thing about that was, right, like, you know, you used to, I used to believe what I saw on TV, but they actually changed my sentence. Ah, uh, you like, do that, don't they? Yeah, like, yeah. they, like, legitimately changed, like, a sentence that I said. They took half a sentence from, like, early in the pitch. It's like, now, so I'm saying this, and then you crop something I said, like, <laughs> earlier to make a new sentence. I'm not that technology. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, um, if you... Yeah, they, uh, they do that on TV, though, yeah, don't they? Yeah, like, legitimately changed my sentence, and yeah. I was like, so... Dude, politicians all the time, you know, politicians might have the clearest, most precise message. Look at Donald Trump. He might be actually saying something right for once, but the way they make it is um, completely different, so... Yeah, yeah, and that's it, right? And so, like, that, um, that, like, really just changed my worldview on TV. I was like, yeah. nothing on TV is real, yeah. because this is supposed to be real, and it's an actual lie. Like I, yeah, did, that, I, yeah, I did not say that. Yeah. Um. They like yeah. Just well, the I way, didn't. I didn't know that. Yeah. 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 They were just the, the way that they cropped my sentences, and I was like, wow, that's pretty hectic. Yeah. Um. So then, like, kind of from that day on, when I saw it, I was like, I have to second guess everything I see on TV. Yeah, it's like, and fuck like you guys. Yeah. yeah. But, and I was like, I, I'm I'm happy I did that lesson. So like every time you see something on TV, I'm like, what is the ulterior motive? Again, when you understand marketing and clicks and fear and getting people yes, to... Yes, like, there it is. Yeah, that's and, it. Yes. Get people to watch and yeah, why they want to watch you. And yeah. then like... Again, More than like, actually trying to help you. <laughs> yeah, so and that sells clicks and subscriptions and money, right? Like, yeah. And again, you can think that they're all doing the right thing or you can think that they're a business and trying to maximally extrapolate profit from you. That's how I think. So yeah. I look at everything through that eye, right? Um, and then like I was like a part of like a like a science test, right? Uh, last year, like I did like a thing with a guy and like... I know I accidentally like miss ate one of the meals and I, I, like, I just ate the wrong calories and like fucked it up by a bit. Yep. So like, and that, so like the hypothesis, like again, it's like best that you can, but like. Is this in Perth? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, with um, yeah, Jay- yeah, PSG, like, yeah, 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 I literally, I just remember like, I was, cool, like yeah. probably like after the fact, I was like, fuck, I had like something that I didn't account for in my calories. And I like, again, I'm only human. Um, and I was like, shit, like that's going to fuck up his data. And that's going to get published. And I was like, well, then, now even science. Like, what do you know about fucking science, right? Yeah. Like, and, that, and that's like... And <laughs> like that's, all these studies that have been yeah, done, like, you get an like, average yeah, of how person do you, fuck how up. Do you, how do you know, like, how can you put down that this has actually happened when... Like, again, I could have been eating fucking everything. Like, I wasn't. I ate to the calories and stuff like that, but I know I fucked up one meal. Yeah. Um. So, but, like, how? who says I even did anything like that? Because he like, wasn't watching. And, again, science is limited. And, like, at the end of the day, people have biases, like, in general. Like, yeah. they, they've got stuff to sell and prove and whatever, right? So, I don't think any human is uh, kind of exempt from that. So, and that's like, again, so like, again, I believe in science, but you look at there's enough science, carbs are good, carbs are bad, sugar's good, sugar's bad, fat's good, fat's bad. So all that's a load of shit. Um, <laughs> yeah, then, oh, mate, yeah, it's crazy, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. It's amazing what you unlearn from yeah. what you spend so much time learning that's at it, the right? beginning. Like, yeah, again, yeah. I used to tell clients not to eat bread because bread's bad and yeah. like, carbs after sick are bad. And, I used to work at this yeah. place, uh, Shredded, where they believed you use a microwave, you'll die. Yeah. Like, and that's why I used to tell my clients. Like, uh, I knew deep down it wasn't true, but hey, when you're when you are totally immersed into a culture, brainwashed. You, yeah, yeah, exactly. You're that's totally society. brainwashed. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. Uh, out of fear, you know. Yeah, exactly <laughs> yeah. right. Yeah. So it's um, again, uh, do I believe in science? Yeah, but again, I also believe that science can be manipulated for personal gain. Yes. 
Hundred percent. And, and, and yeah. that's if if you can't see that or you don't agree with that, then that's completely cool. Um, but I I see that, and I, I again I'm my I again I've done so many little things to see shit yeah. like what even like. What is right, what is wrong, and it's all like, again, the context, the subway story, right? So, like, again, TV and the mainstream media, all, like, for me, it's whatever. I don't watch TV, like, I don't watch the news, I think that's all a scam. Um, And then, like, science, like, all this data and all that, oh, follow the scientists, like, the scientists are always... No, uh, it's only an opinion, really. Yeah. It's their opinion on what they what they've done, they've analysed. It's like, have you analysed the data? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly right. And yeah. I'm like, and then that comes down to like another thing, like when you understand like why people share shit on social media, it's for status. Hundred percent. Yeah. 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 So it's it. like they want to th- see, like they want to appear like they're doing the good things. So they yeah. like when you see everything, like it's been driven by like mainstream media, and people share it for status to create like a status game. Then you're like, well, well, what the fuck? Yeah, exactly. And it just yeah. leaves you with this like, oh, it almost wow. ties you out mentally. Yeah, yeah you're just like, oh, like, yeah. that's pretty wild. Yeah. Um. So I, I can, I can look at things a little bit differently just from my experiences, right? Again, like read two hundred books, so you kind of get pick a little bit from each yeah. and it just ties a bigger picture together. And you, and you kind of get more awareness of what's going on around you, right? And then like you kind of. Like, again, I do a lot of time by myself. Like, I walked here with no music on, and it was, like, 45 minutes I went around. That's why you're a bit wet. Yeah, yeah I thought yeah. you just walked from the car. No, I was no, like... Yeah. yeah. I, I walked in, so I was like, oh, like, you just get some time to think, right? And yeah. I, I, I love my, it's like, me time. Walking, eh? like, it's just yeah. such a basic... Like, now, when people ask me... Sorry to go off topic there, no, but mate. just about that... Um, People ask me, like, what's the best exercise for fat loss or weight loss? I'm like, just go for a fucking walk. Like, there's no, there's no better exercise than just going for a stroll. It'd probably do you better mentally than being stuck inside a, you know, a small gym or a small space and driving yourself mental trying to lift weight or something. Just go yeah. walk. Yeah. Uh, that's it, right? And it's, um, I, I, again, I love walking. And I think it's like, in terms of like when I was really stressed last year, like it really helped. Um, yeah. because it just, it just gave me time to breathe and just like breathe some fucking fresh air and, and it walk- forces you to breathe deeper in a way too it's like yeah, a don't, don't walking walk meditation on, yeah. yeah don't walk on treadmills and stuff like that yeah. but so I'm like wow like the just going for a walk and having some time and you kind of get to process stuff and I'm like again a lot of people just like, it's really sad they can't be alone with their own thoughts mm. um, and they, they they really struggle to do that and that's like to me that's wild right yeah it is yeah I, I can't yeah I Agree on that. Yeah, but that. whereas, like, for some people, it's wild to go to the gym six days a week. Yeah. For me, that's, for you and I, that's normal. <laughs> that's your mentality. That's, yeah. like, your, your therapy in a way. Yeah, that's physical it, right? therapy. So, yeah. Um, yeah, it's quite, like, it's quite interesting. Again, I, I, just, I do just have some different worldviews. Um, yeah. And, like, some people agree with them, some people don't, and that's completely cool. And, like, I think that at least standing for something, like, if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why I feel, I, I, I just see a lot of people falling for stuff that, I'm like again through all this I'm like wow I thought like you could really critically think um, but like a lot of educated people doing yeah, some really stupid shit yeah literally <laughs> right so um, yeah it's, it's quite interesting like it's a, a really interesting like dichotomy of life and I think there is so many dichotomies of life like leadership you need to be a hard ass but then you need to listen and need like and then like with business you need to like sell but then you need to deliver and then life you need to like get in the gym you need to redline but you also need to like sleep Yes. Four days. Yeah. Yep. So. Yeah. Hundred percent. I think like that's for me like just looking at life through that, and I'm like, everyone's like, oh, what's the best? And I was like, it depends. On what you can, what capacity can yeah. you push yourself to? Like that, that, that's that. really what it comes down to, doesn't it? It's like yeah. such an individualized um, 
threshold on each person. And That's it. Yeah, yeah. Um, Mate, that um, that pretty much ties up. Must you anything you actually want to touch on? No, man. That's cool, like, man. Yeah, like if anyone wants to reach out, like I think well, I'm sure you add the socials at the bottom. Hundred percent. Like yeah, that. that's cool. Like you know, I don't really have anything to sell anyone right now. Yeah, other than uh, consulting, like yeah, consulting the consulting now, stuff. Like, but like yeah, yeah. again, I after working with probably a thousand clients over the six or seven years, I just don't take on everyone because I'm like mm. it's just shit. Like and again, like I took on people with a good life that I, I knew I, I knew I shouldn't have even when I signed them up. But you need the money, right? Like, yeah, yeah. That's, that's not being around the bush. Yeah. Um, so like again, like if you do have a business um, and you're kind of making like it needs to be about a hundred grandish or more a year just yeah. to be able to afford it to make it worth your time, my time. And you want to reach out? Um, I'm sure Cash will put some uh, of the details below you can just get me on instagram or facebook i've got no fancy funnels to put you through right now i'm just kind of enjoying my life and helping people that want my help and that i want to help and that we can chat shit and work together with so uh, if that's you hit me up um if not i hope you got some value out of this and it's good chat that was really awesome. good mate, thanks that was jack an hour and a half, bro. Good. Mate, good job thank no you no worries